G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. You know, so often we are hearing about Christian brothers and sisters who are being persecuted for their faith around the world. And when we think of the persecution that's happening, quite often it's persecution that's happening in an Islamic context. And that goes beyond the Middle East and into various nations throughout Africa. And uh, those things that we've been hearing about of recent times in Syria and the developments that are going on, the posturing that's happening, these things are very significant. Well, a wonderful opportunity today to just reflect a little deeper with the heart of what it is for a Christian believer to be under the sort of persecution that happens in so many nations around the world. Wonderful to be able to welcome back to the studio Peter Yasik. Now, Peter is a Czech missionary who was imprisoned in Sudan for 14 months and tortured by Islamic State extremists. In fact, he was sentenced to life in prison for allegedly spying and waging war on the state. Peter, welcome back to 2020. Thank you for your invitation, and it's a great honor for me to uh, talk about uh, our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world. I had the great privilege in the last 25 years to serve them. And for me, it is a special privilege because I have experienced the persecution under communism and having been freed 30 years ago from this uh, communist persecution, it is a great privilege for me now to serve others who are still being persecuted. Well, thank you so much for sharing that because having been persecuted under communism, and having been persecuted under Islam, you're sitting in with the, in the studio with me today in what we see as a free nation. And people will say, uh, we're free today, we'll always be free. And I wonder whether you have some reflection on whether or not you can guarantee freedom or whether our vigilance is necessary to maintain freedom. Yeah, I would actually say that uh, persecution is an essential part of a Christian life. Uh, Lord Jesus was preparing his disciples that they will be brought before religious and secular authorities because of his name. They will be put in prison. You know, then he says that some of you will be betrayed, delivered up by your parents, relatives, or friends. And then he says some of you will be killed. You know, if we go to John uh, 15, you know, the Lord was even giving the true reason why we as Christians should expect persecution because we are not of this world. If we were for of this world, the would the world would love us actually. So persecution is something that is essential, and we should always keep in mind what Paul says in Second Timothy three twelve when he says that everyone who wants to live godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. And nowadays we are seeing it even in the free world. I can tell you in Europe, we are, our freedoms are getting limited uh, day by day. Uh, we, there is certainly there are two dangers. One is external, which is definitely a growing influence of Islam, but there is also the internal danger, and that's the liberalism. But, you know, we can see, even in Muslim countries, you know, that Christians are experiencing uh, terrible persecution. You know, I had this privilege to meet um, uh, many believers who have not only lost their material things, like houses being, uh, you know, uh, looted and burned or destroyed, their cars being destroyed. 
I've met those who have also lost their beloved ones. But I can tell you that I had this great privilege to meet what, whom I would call the heroes of faith, those who have also lost parts of their own bodies because they uh, didn't want to renounce their Christian faith. And that is what is what was happening, especially in Iraq and Syria during the uh, rise, uh, you know, of Islamic State. We've all seen, you know, these uh, horrible pictures of, uh, you know, mutilated bodies of uh, Christians. Uh, so, I mean, this is what is the reality. But at the same time, you know, this horrific, and you could call it geopolitical turmoil, the Lord is using it to spread the gospel and to, um, you know, reach the many Muslims uh, uh, through the gospel. In fact, Syria is a very wonderful example of it. You know, uh, Syrian Christians were actually praying for revival for decades, and no revival came. And then the war came, and uh, during the wartime, actually, many Muslims in Syria, especially, are coming to Christ. I just heard recently from a friend of mine who is a Syrian and who also speaks at the, the conferences quite often. He said that the Syrian Christians actually stopped praying for the end of the war because they see the great revival that they are experiencing right now. And that goes hand in hand with the wonderful verse from Amos 3.6, which says, when there is a disaster in a city, hasn't the Lord done that? You know, we can see that the Lord is using what we may consider like geopolitical catastrophes. You know, he's using it for his purpose and he's laughing at his enemies. So suffering enhances our faith. We ought not to expect that we'll avoid that. And in a culture like Australia, where we're seeing good being called evil, Evil being called good. When you are a Christian believer, your thoughts here, because when you were sentenced in Sudan, you were sentenced for allegedly spying and waging war on the state. And this was because of your holding Christian values. Uh, talk to us just from the heart for a moment here, Peter, about what it means to hold tight to your Christian values, having faith that God is the one who's going to protect us in times when things are uncertain. Yeah, I mean, the Lord uh, promised uh, us to be with us uh, uh, through all this uh, uh, even uh, time of turbo persecution. We know that he has overcome this world, and I think we as Christians, we should have always this positive mind of overcomers. If you read First uh, John 5, 4, you know, what is this victor in this world? Uh, this is our faith, and everyone who has been born of God uh, overcomes the world. So we should always have this uh, mind uh, of overcomers, despite the fact that sometimes it also can mean that we will die for Christ. In one sense, to be witnesses of Christ's love and the gospel in this world. You know, the New Testament is using the same word. Uh, martyros means actually martyr as well as witness. So if the Lord has sent us as his witnesses to this world, it means that we should also expect that we can be martyrs uh, for his uh, for His gospel and for the message. So, yeah, okay. We're inspired by your visit to Australia, and you are a global ambassador for Voice of the Martyrs, a wonderful organization supporting the persecuted church around the world. And you're known, Peter, for being one of those who is able to testify of this supernatural peace, the peace of God, that when you are suffering under imprisonment, and uh, I didn't get into how you were treated in prison, but yeah. when you are facing things that for many of us will be very scary situations 
understanding the peace of God. I wonder whether you can reflect for a few Mm. moments on standing firm in your faith, standing up for your values, and having the peace of God when opposition comes. Yeah, I believe that uh, all of that is uh, kind of uh, possible, you know, to have this peace in mind, you know, when we are deeply rooted in Christ. You know, we cannot have the feeling we are strong enough to go through this persecution, but if we are rooted in Christ, if we, like the branches of the vine tree, you know, if we are rooted in him and abiding in him, uh, we can be sure that he will give us the uh, strength, you know, to go through all that. Or First Corinthians ten thirteen says that uh, there is no other test, no temptation. It depends how you translate the the New Testament. Uh, that would be beyond our strengths. Uh, the Lord has promised to give us strength to come through this test victoriously. But we just have to stick, you know, to His Word and to to Him and to trust that He will, uh, uh, you know, lead us through this time victoriously. Peter Yasek, our guest. Peter, I want to thank you so much for taking some time to share these thoughts with us today. Peter is a global ambassador for Voice of the Martyrs. I'll point you to the website vom.com.au. You'll find out lots of good things about Peter when you go to the website vom.com.au. Peter, thanks for sharing these things with us today on 2020. Thank you for your invitation. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.